Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Rachel Unpacked. I'm your host, Rachel Medina, and welcome back. Okay, we are going to be talking about stress, not just stress in the things that cause stress, but how to really conquer stress and manage your stress. And I think that you're anybody, no matter who you are, what line of work you're in, maybe you're an at-home mom, whatever the situation is, this is truly an episode that anyone should be able to relate to because we all experience some form of stress, right? And one one form or another, we, we experience stress. So it's one thing that we can all relate to as human beings. Um, don't forget, you can catch this episode of Rachel Unpacked. Um, on all the major podcast channels now. Um, so that is Apple, Google, <laughs> Spotify, Pandora, you name it. The Rachel Unpacked podcast is on it. So thank you once again for tuning in. If you're, So again, if you're listening from the e-blast or you're listening from the website, rachelmedina.com slash podcast, just know you can ask, actually follow, subscribe, rate, like, share, comment, all that fun stuff now on all the major podcast uh, channels and apps. Okay, stress. So one of the things that I had read not too long ago was an amazing meme and it was um, something along the lines of stress isn't so much the things that happen to us, but how we respond to the things that happen to us. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, I've had situations where major things have happened in my life, um, big, actually big and small things. And people have said, gosh, Rachel, you're so strong. Or how is it that you're able to like get through that? And you don't seem to like freak out about anything. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we're all, we're all going to feel stress. Um, I'm not here to tell you how not to feel stress, but I'm definitely here to share some of the things that have helped me as far as mindset is concerned, um, to really, conquer it in in a really great way um, and so that it doesn't overrun your life or situation okay and one of the things that I do is I have come to accept that that which I cannot control okay so I'll repeat that I have come to accept that which I cannot control. So can you look around your life, look at the things that are currently causing you stress and ask yourself how much of those things do you have control over? Chances are you don't have a lot of control over it unless it's something major that you caused and now the others are reacting to sort of the mess that you've made. And then that's a different kind of thing that you have to come to terms with and maybe swallow your pride and maybe go ahead and and lean into that mess that you made and clean up that mess if you no longer want to experience sort of the backlash of it, (laughs) right? Um, You can't just kind of turn your back to it and hope it goes away because it's going to be a source of stress later on in your future. It could be near future, it could be distant future, but at some point it's going to come back um, and trip you up, right? So that's a little bit of a different situation, but I'm talking in terms of, let's just say, you know, financially, and we'll talk about this also uh, as we roll out the Wealth Wednesday topic um, and stuff like that. But in terms of like, let's just say you lose your job and you are now faced with, you know, lacking income and lots of people 
that you may know might be dealing with the situation and they might be quietly dealing with it. Um, but I will tell you, it's a very stressful thing to lose your job. It's a stressful thing to lose income, you know, to have a source of income dry up, whatever the situation is financial, it can be really tough. It's probably the number one source of stress for people is financial stress, right? And so when we're taking a look at that for the sake of this conversation, you know, you want to, you're probably thinking, Rachel, of course, that's stressful. Like there's no Nothing you could say or do that's going to help me not stress about that. Well, let me share this with you. Even with the financial aspect of it, there ha- there are areas that you cannot control. For example, if you lost your job, you cannot control the fact that you lost your job. So like your job is over or that income has now run out. And so now all that's left to do is to ask the next question or the first question should be, what is the next step? So before you even can react, okay, before you can even freak out, (laughs) you should immediately take the blow on the chin, so to speak, and then just go, all right, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I didn't die. What, What is the next step? The next step might be, let me get my resume together. The next step might be, let me call, you know, these financial institutions, my credit card companies, my landlord, whatever the situation is, and say, here's the situation. I might, you know, I might, what's what's my options? What are my options? Okay, if I can't make the payment on the first or whatever it is, immediately go into that mode Okay, and that is basically solving problems, like go right into solving. Okay, instead of sobbing and screaming and having a fit, go into solving, lean into problem solving. So the first things first, like minimize the blow. Call your financial institutions, call your credit card company, call your car, you know, lender, call, you'd be surprised how many programs these people have in place and things like that. Again, th- I don't want to dive too deep into like the, the financial part of it because we're going to be sharing that or I'm going to be sharing that on a new series called Wealth Wednesdays that I just mentioned um, that's going to be coming up here in March. So. The point is you're going to want to lean into the solution and really lean into the process of discovering or or figuring out what the solution is without getting too caught up in the emotions, okay? And it sounds like unbelievable almost. It sounds almost impossible. Let me tell you something. I have lived like this since I was married years and years ago. So where my ex-husband would like actually freak out and have these crazy emotions, I would really stay calm in the storm and try to look past all the noise and all the chaos and all the drama of it and really figure out, well, what the, what's the next step? I just needed to see a little bit of a clearing and, and so I could step forward. What's the next step? And if you can focus on that later on, you might be able to like, once you solve it, look back and go, Whew, that was a close one. Oh my gosh. If you can get in the habit of focusing on the solution instead of on the problem, you are going to transform your life, your financial life, your emotional stability, your emotional maturity on all levels. You're going to stabilize your relationships. You're going to change the experience that others have of you versus 
if you react to everything, if you are in a state where you still react to everything, you have some work to do if you're going to want to have some peace and if you're going to want to be able to reduce stress in your life or the power of stress in your life. That's going to be a really huge step. So believe it or not, you have control of how you respond to the things that are happening in your life in order to minimize the stress factor. Let me give you another example. So let's just say you have a friend or someone or something. Oops, I'm adjusting here. <laughs> ah, if you guys are watching me on YouTube, I just like completely left the screen here. Um, if you are in a situation where let's just say you have a friend or a situation that is really heartbreaking for you, maybe there's like a betrayal involved. Um, maybe there's just, you know, a falling out of some kind. There's a million scenarios, right? Where things can get really weird or awkward um, in, a, in a friendship or a relationship, a professional relationship, whatever the situation is. And maybe it's a marriage that's coming to an end, whatever it is, it could be very emotionally charged. And at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be. It People will disappoint you. And so there'll be situations where all of a sudden now you are just feeling so confused or disappointed. Um, and you might have this initial gut reaction of like, cursing, yelling, throwing things, or calling up 10 people to just spill your word vomit all over them about how horrible this other person was or how badly they treated you or whatever it is. And yet you haven't even decided yet what you're going to do. Like you haven't even decided yet what the next step is. You're already just out there spewing all of your emotions everywhere. And let me tell you something over time, that's going to make you look crazy. And over time, that's going to rob you of your peace. Because as soon as you're over that, because you haven't made the decision yet, and you haven't leaned into solving the problem yet, you might actually get back with that person, you might actually, you know, forgive that person and become friends with them again or go back working with them again. And now you look crazy because you just went out and spewed your guts everywhere and people just are going to see you as unstable. They're not going to tell you anything. They're not going to tell you. You're never going to know this. Um, but this is a thought that they're having every time you do this. You're just coming off as completely, you know, irrational, unstable and overly emotional. And like I said, even if they don't say that to you, they're just kind of kind of know that about you. Okay. So what you want to do to minimize that is if someone has said something to you that is completely offensive to you and there's a whole other podcast called So Offended <laughs> that you can listen to, but we all get offended at some point. So if you're going through something and or someone did or said something to you that's really kind of hurt you, maybe they've broken your heart, maybe they've lied to you, maybe they've offended you, whatever the situation is, they betrayed you, you know, a friend backstabbed you, whatever the situation is, you're going to feel it. This isn't about not feeling it. This is about what to do once that blow comes. Okay. And so you're going to feel it. You're going to have this information and you're, like I said, your instinct's going to be like running like a person on fire, screaming, telling the world how they wronged you, but that's not the healthiest solution for you. That's not the healthiest solution. It might feel like that's what needs to happen. You got to get it out. But the first thing you should do when you're in, when you're feeling this is you should take a deep breath and you got to ask yourself, what's the next step? Is this something that 
I can get over? Is this something that I can forgive them for? Maybe I can forgive them, but now I see who they really are. And maybe I don't want this type of person in my life. I don't want this kind of relationship. I don't want this kind of friendship. I don't want this kind of business partnership. Whatever it is, you can immediately decide. And some people say, hey, you shouldn't decide right away. I think I think when people show you who they really are, you should believe them the first time, okay? So many times we go and we forgive people. And you, I think you should forgive everybody, by the way, who's wronged you. And we could talk more about that on Faith Fridays that are coming up on uh, in March as well. But I really believe that you can and forgive someone and, and move on without them. Okay. I really do believe that. Um, and so, in fact, I advocate <laughs> for it. Um, and so again, once people show you who they really are, believe them, but believe them the first time. Okay. Don't keep making excuses and going back and saying, oh, maybe this time it'll be different. People, they learn, but they don't really change all that much. And you're only going to be frustrated with yourself later because you, you know, saw the red flags and then you proceeded anyways. So, you know, this is like about taking that evidence, taking that blow, those red flags, feeling it in your gut. It's horrible. You might cry. Okay. You might just sit in your room and, and just be heartbroken and cry and, and wonder, you know, why or whatever. But before you send that angry text, before you write that 5,000 word email, before you call someone and tell them off, before you call other people to tell them what happened and how wrong do you feel and spill your guts everywhere, take a moment to decide what the next step is. Take a moment to see what the next step is. And if for you, you say to yourself, I really never want to feel like this again. If you can ask yourself if you had any part in that, you know, without blaming the other person, if you could just ask yourself, you know, okay, is there anything I did to put me in this situation? Is there anything I did to make that person sort of lash out at me? You know, and at the end of the day, maybe you did do something, but maybe it was necessary. Maybe it was reasonable. Maybe you operated within reason and that person's just overreacting. Like there's a lot of things you got to kind of work through first and make a, some attempt to make gain some clarity from it. Keep in mind, if you're dealing with the narcissist in your life, you're never going to get that clarity. Okay. Like don't even bother like driving yourself crazy over it. You're never, it's just never going to happen, but take a look as best as you can. One, let the smoke settle, the smoke clear, find your footing, stand tall, stand firm and stand solid, not shaken and sit and stand there and say, okay, that sucked. This hurts. I mean, I don't know what to do now because I'm gonna have to go find my own place or I'm gonna have to go find another job or I'm gonna have to like find a new best friend, whatever the situation may be in your life. Okay. Maybe that's a family member that you love and adore and they, they you know, whatever the situation is. And now you're just like, uh, I don't know what to do. I would say the first thing would be try in your best ability to forgive them in your heart to go, you know what? That's just who they are. That's the, that's what they think. That's what they feel. I can't argue with that. You know, I'm going to forgive them, but I'm, I'm moving on. And so the first step is to move on. And then that's it. And then from there, you just kind of breathe through it. And when people ask you what's going on, you know, if you see that person again, smile. Listen, there's nothing worse 
for the other person who's trying to wrong you, who's trying to hurt you, than to see for them to see you happy. <laughs> okay, we could do a whole podcast on that. Um, but find your happy place. Remind yourself that you don't need that person to be happy. Um, you can find your own happiness and, and just start to move forward quickly. This is an action that has to happen very quickly. So, you know, if you took the blow today, by tomorrow, wake up, wash your face, put your makeup on, or if you're, you know, if you're a guy, get ready, you know, go out into the world, do your job, do what you got to do. Um, you know, go to Starbucks, go to a park, walk your dog, you know, what, take the day off, go to a movie, whatever you got to do to get to bridge your emotions from this frustration today, this anger today, this sadness today, over to the other side where you just brush it off and you're good to go. And it's now time to move on. And you could give thanks for the clarity. You can give thanks for the truth. Um, and you can get, give thanks for the strength you have to move forward.